Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Magic Vibes podcast by me, your host, Kelsey J. Patel, a weekly healing podcast show with tools and techniques from me and my community of wellness experts to bring you a sense of peace, belonging, and honest connection to life and your powerful magic. I am so excited that we are kicking off the month of March together. March 1st is on a Monday. It feels like the perfect energy to set some new intentions, new connections. And today's guest could not be more perfect to kick off this new month. We are welcoming back Anita Rosenberg to the podcast. She has been on the podcast before. She is an expert in Chinese metaphysics and astrology. And she is going to be dropping some quick wisdom and knowledge for all of you. So get a pen and paper ready because she's going to fill you up with what this energy of 2021 has and is ready and bringing for us how to make the best of this new year and just giving us some extra cushion and love of what we need to be aware of. So get ready to sit back, relax, enjoy, and receive all of this wisdom. And I wish you all an incredibly beautiful and exciting month of March as we kick it off together. And I will be back at the end to close it up with you. I can't wait to share this episode and all the magic vibes with you. Hello, Anita. Welcome back. It's been since yesterday. (laughs) You guys, we had the biggest ridiculous... Mercury retrograde aftermath. (laughs) Yeah. So Mercury retrograde for everyone out there, it's direct. Mercury has gone direct, but we are still in what's called retro shade until March 13th. And Anita and I got a full taste of that yesterday when we recorded this incredible hour-long podcast and it didn't record. So she is a gem and a true shining star. And I'm so grateful for this friend of mine who is said, okay, no problem. We'll do it again tomorrow. It's like being on a movie shoot where there's just no film in the camera and you know just yeah. the performance of your career. So it really was. We had I was so I kept thinking about all the wonderful things we talked about. And I was like, we will be doing more fabulous today. So don't yes, worry. Exactly. So what I want to kick everybody off with is for those who have not heard the past episode, and you guys, it's so worth a listen if you want to go back and listen to, I think it's uh, one of the episodes in the 20s. Uh, so very beginning of the podcast. But Anita, tell everybody who you are and what you do in the world so they get a little understanding of what they're going to tune into today. Um, absolutely. So hi, I'm Anita Rosenberg. I am a feng shui expert. I'm also an expert in Batsa Chinese astrology. And I also love to do qi men dun jia, which is the magical, mystical component of Chinese metaphysics. Uh, I was one of the few female directors in Hollywood in the late 80s. And I have uh, transformed a few times into a variety of different um, artistic and creative careers. But I've been doing this work now for 20 years. My specialty is working with creatives, creative people like Kelsey, people in the wellness and healing fields, artists, actors, musicians. I think we all need uh, extra nurturing when we are here presenting our amazing talents to the world. And one of the things that I wanted to kind of just jump into the new year, look, it's, uh, I ended yesterday with it, but let's start with it this year. It's going to be a difficult year, 2021, but let's change difficult to interesting. 
and let's make our journey an interesting one in 2021. I had an amazing year last year. You had a great year last year, didn't you, Kelsey? Yeah, I so did. A lot of people had amazing years. And look, if you're having a great year, let's just boost you up. If you're kind of having a shit year so far, let's move you. Let's at least get you to neutral. <laughs> and then once you're yeah. neutral, we can, we can raise you higher. But this was interesting. I wanted to share with you. So every year, there's something called the Tongshu. The Tongshu, before we had computers, was the book that all Chinese people would pick up every year. And it, it was it's very large and, 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 and fat and thick. And you could uh, figure out the days and the energies of the days and what day is best to get married and to move into a new house and all the things that we now can do on the computer. And at the beginning, there's something called the Mother Earth Oracle. It was written thousands of years ago. It is a forecast of the year and nobody apparently reads it. But this last year, my teacher, Joey Yap, decided to take a look at it. And here's what it said for 2020. It said, 2020 is predicting a huge disaster and the demise of many, an increased wealth gap between rich and poor, and deaths increase in winter with many graveyards. I mean, so, and I still I get chills every time I read it, and I've read it a lot. And he's like, Whoa, if that happened last year, I want to hear what was predicted thousands of years ago for 2021. So here's the prediction moving forward the Oracle says reduced illness, but it won't disappear. People gradually regain health, but animals differ. So we're thinking that maybe mad cow disease or maybe health issues within animals or uh, agriculture. All are sorrowful. There will be massive deaths, but more survivors. Okay. So with that being said, it's like, hmm, very interesting. That is why we kind of now take a look at what is forecasted on many fronts in Chinese metaphysics to figure out how do we navigate. And one of the things that I shared with with Kelsey yesterday, which is worth a little conversation, is we are moving into the feng shui period nine. Every 20 years, we move periods. So we are currently in period eight, but we are ending period eight. So this is our four years of transition time. It sort of aligns with age Aquarius and and energetically moving. So Western and Chinese are all saying the same things. It's a different conversation. Period nine is the time of female empowerment. The conversation is changing. The way we are communicating is changing. The uh, way in which we are, so I have a a note that is worth commenting on, it's the, the way that we are now sending our messages out to the universe. Who are we messaging out to? Who are we aligning with? I had some client call the other day and goes, oh my God, I... The man goes, well, what should I do for my son? We're moving into the female empowerment. My daughter will be okay, but what about my son? It's like, oh, excuse me. It doesn't mean that guys are going to have a terrible time. It just means the messaging is different. You're going to want to promote to women more. You're going to want to collaborate and work with women more. You're going to want to hear what they have to say. So what what is what are you thinking about as far as the age of Aquarius and our, our times moving? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's it's what we've all known is sort of been on the rise and coming. You know, for everyone listening, I would say this is a time where you know I'm 39 and I grew up in a time where there was a lot of you know as teenagers and reading different magazines and not yet having social media, there was already a lot of um, this energy of jealousy or comparison or kind of, you know, the movie Mean Girls came out when I was very much like in that phase of life. And I think if we can all start to switch our mindset to one of 
support and empowerment, like supporting other females in your life, supporting other um, business women, supporting, you know, we have a, the first female vice president. It's this energy of just really seeing women, especially other women, whether or not you're a man or a woman, not seeing women as something to be competitive with, but rather how can we support each other? So I think there's a mindset shift that a lot of people have to make based on whatever they grew up learning or whatever they grew up to know about other women. I think we have to let that be in the past, clear it, release it, and open up to collaboration and to creative support with one another. Those are, that's a good thought. So the thing is moving into in our forecasting uh, for 2021, we're in a storm, but we're on the same storm. You're in the same storm. I'm in the same storm. You just have to decide, are you going to be on the super yacht? Are you going to be on the dinghy in the back with one oar? Uh, How are you going to navigate and travel through? It's a fog and you're going to have to fly in the fog. You're just Mm going to have to learn to do it. So we have new problems and we need new solutions. So anybody who is not going to advance their skill set this year and learn more and add more to value to them are going to be irrelevant. So anybody's like, oh, I'm just going to wait for the year to go by. Okay, well, it will pass you by because everybody who's on the move and on the groove, side gigs are really the key thing this year. I was talking to someone yesterday who is in transition, wants to do something different. Listen, I get it. It's hard to do your full-time job, your full-time career, and then create a side gig. But you know what? This is really the time to create that side. Your side gig could become your main gig. It can be, I mean, feng shui and spirituality were my, was my side gig when I had a hand-painted furniture business. I just kind of learned it so that my booths at the trade show would be like more clients, more people would come in. What happened was they came in and hung out, but they didn't necessarily buy things. So I had to sort of jump up the buying factor energetically. But that was a side gig that became my full-time gig. So this year, you need to learn some new skill sets. And it's also for everyone overall is your self-reflection. Uh, we are, should go deeper, dig deeper, work on ourselves. 2022 is going to be much better and we're going to move faster. And we are not going to have the time to go, who am I? What's my purpose? What's my calling? <laughs> What's my destiny? Okay, but we can this year. So do that. Ask those questions. Uh, journal it. Take classes, courses, work with people to uncover and discover. This is your self-reflective year. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and I know because you and I, I'm, I'm one of Nita's clients. I consider her one of my teachers. I we've done workshops together. We've um I've learned so much and I um and I I know personally how much this work has supported me in my business and my creative practices and sort of knowing what industries are going to do well in a given year um, based on the Chinese forecast of astrology. And the reason we're kicking this off in March is because we just had, and this is why just to recap for everybody, this is what Anita is talking about is based on the solar and lunar new year that is that begins in February. And so the actual new year, and correct me if I'm wrong, Anita, is not considered January 1st for the, the predictions that she's talking about and the energy that she's talking about. It's actually begins in February. So we just sort of started to feel this energy. Right. The solar new year, it's going to be a while to figure out solar or lunar. So the solar new year kicks in, it kicked in actually the night, like 10.30 p.m. February 3rd. This is when it energetically switched. We energetically switched animal signs and we officially went into the springtime. 
the uh, Lunar New Year, which is the celebration. So if you were Chinese, this would be the cultural celebration with the dragons and firecrackers and all the magical things that you do then. But so we are now, you know, moving into the energy has kicked in. And I have five ways to suggest to start the year with a bang other than firecrackers. Yeah, let's get them. Let's go through the five things that we can all do. Okay, find calmness and extreme chaos. Okay, you need to know how to reboot yourself and realign as the year goes by. Everyone's going to be filled with anxiety and stress. So de-stress, you've got to work on it yourself. Uh, If you can't, give yourself a timeout and then come back into the world or work with someone, get some Reiki. Um, You know, I have, it could be acupuncture, Pilates, Reiki, facials, beauty treatments, whatever helps you get your sense of Zen is what you need to do. So basically self-reflection, which we talked about going inwards. Number two would be working on your mental toughness and emotional strength. You need courage this year. And courage is that stamina, that is strength to get on the stage of life and perform at your very best. It is about building your self-esteem and creating a healthy ego. You've got to make it through the next 12 months. <laughs> so you've got to stay strong. I like this affirmation is I have the courage to take risks and pursue my goals. Mm. But you can create your own, your own courage affirmation that if you have to remind yourself, remind yourself. Uh, three would be learning a new skill set. So look, what can you do to add more expertise to your world? I'm not saying you necessarily have to do what you do better, but it is nice to add some more education, diplomas, degrees, expertise. However, it could be more tech knowledge. You know, the world of tech and social media and spreading our message and marketing is the fire industry. Fire is the hot industry and the hot element for the year, the strongest element. So maybe you take a writing class to communicate more efficiently, maybe speaking um, workshops uh, to improve your podcasts or your online meetings. Maybe you have to take a finance class so you can handle your own finances better. So this is a year to supercharge your skill set. Also, number four, this is an important one that I know you're very uh, involved in and aware of, is wearing the cloak of invisibility versus gaining more visibility. Because we are now in the attention economy. Being of influence and grabbing attention gains the market share. Those with attention... Mm -hmm. Get the clients, get the customers, people see you. Now, if you're an introverted person, you're going to have a hard time this year because you're going to be irrelevant. The curtain's going to be hiding you and no one is going to see you. So hiding in the shadows and behind the scenes, the opportunities are going to pass you by. My suggestion is find a way to express yourself that you're comfortable with. Maybe you have a personal, a private persona, a public persona. I mean, that seems to resonate with some people who are like, I don't want to be on social media. I don't want to, I don't want to have a website. I don't want to do these things. Have fun with it and find a platform that suits you. You know what? If you're a more business person, LinkedIn might be your platform. Some people really like Twitter and that's how they like to communicate. I'm a more Instagram. I like YouTube. I've been putting a lot of my Chinese animal sign new year videos on YouTube, on my YouTube channel. So everybody has their way uh, of getting it. In the old days, before we had this, we would do snail mail and brochures <laughs> and write in the local papers and things like that. Now we do podcasts for our friends. <laughs> Sometimes twice. <laughs> to get our message out. And the last thing would be define your new mission. So, you know, 
we are in a new world. We are not going back. We don't want to go back. We want to move forward. So what, what does that mean? We're all different. We're all changed. We're all transformed. And we want to continue moving forward. So is this your year to be creative and express your ideas to inspire and illuminate? Or is it, are you committed to training and teaching others, maybe how to be experts in their fields or how to be better in their lives? Do you want to invent new ways of making life easier and happier for other people? I mean, what is your life mission? And I think that is uh, really worth sitting and carving out this year. I agree. And I feel like, you know, one of the big things that I am working on personally, and I, I share this because I you just want to call it out for people too, is you know, is the confidence to follow those things that make you feel courageous is to, I will be visible and then I like to retreat and be completely invisible for a while. And you've sort of consistently told me how important it is to let myself just show up and share and to be bright and to be beautiful. And there's something about beauty that really does give a sense of peace and calm. And I don't mean beauty like a perfect, you know, the old version of a perfection with Barbie or model or anything else. I mean, like feeling and being the radiant, beautiful self that you really are and not feeling, um, not feeling shy about sharing that part of yourself, that confidence. And I think a lot of people don't show up and, and wait another year or don't do something right away because you can always use an excuse. And we've all been able to have the excuse of a pandemic in this past year. But it's kind of like, think of the people that you admire that are out there putting stuff out. Even, even those people, of course, aren't always confident, but they're letting themselves just try things out and, and try a new skill set or try a new modality of communicating. You know, And I feel like that's part of it. Well, you know, you had asked me yesterday, which I thought you know, I would bring up. We, this year's the metal ox, the sin metal ox. Sin is is the yin of metal, and metal is. This is the year to be uh, a beauty queen. Be your own beauty queen. Be beautiful. Be shiny. And one of the things about it's interesting because I know you're charting. You're a little clay water. You're a little um, a little rain cloud. A little yin water. And by nature, they're introverts. But I have so many people that I know that are that are sin metals and they are in, an introverted personality, but uh, they also still like to shine. Get them on stage and they have a whole stage persona. They 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 like to perform and I call it misting as opposed to shining because you're like I'm going to mist all over you and before you know it, you've just been misted. By- <laughs> I always love that because that is what I feel like I get to do. I when I used to travel all the time, I would go and I would just miss people with like love and magic and then leave. And I am an introvert in the sense that my understanding of introverts and extroverts is always how you fill up your cup. And I fill up alone and like by myself, not when I'm with others. I Not that other people deplete me because I've certainly shifted my life and made enough boundaries where that doesn't really happen now. But energy is energy and you're still exchanging it when you're with other people. So you're a great example of someone that, you know, just because you may be say, I'm a little bit more of an introverted person, that doesn't mean that you still don't get out there and, um, and create your platform and spread your expertise and touch the lives of other people. You just have to find what works for you. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go through a few feng shui things. Do we have time? Yeah, let's have, let's go through those. But before we jump into that, can you just quickly share for people, what are some of the because I know that when we talk about metal ox, last year was metal rat. 
there are always industries in Chinese astrology and the metaphysics of what they are showing of what is going to do really well in an upcoming year and what is going to be a little more flatlined. Can you just quickly highlight that? So elementally, the strong elements for the year when you're in North America. Now, keep in mind, they are slightly different in different parts of the world. Sure. So the strongest elements for us in North America, fire's the strongest, then we have uh, wood, and then we have metal. So fire industries are metaphysics, spirituality, it's marketing, it's uh, entertainment, it's spreading your platform, it's IT, it's technology. Uh, wood is education, it's fashion, it's, um, it's growing, it's learning. So when you kind of combine those things, that, that says to me that no matter what business you're in, add an educational component teach something, spread the message. Interestingly, the, the, the shit markets this year are, are a lot of the water industries, which is uh, aviation, hospitality, uh, retail, cruise ships, which we already know aren't doing that well, and they're going to have a hard time coming back. But they have to, you have to come up with a creative. So let's say even with retail, people are maybe not shopping in stores as much, but fashion is big. People still want fashion. They still want to shop. They still want to buy. So e-commerce is huge. Pharmaceuticals is off the chart. I mean, who would have thought a few years ago pharmaceuticals would be like the hottest industry around to be involved in? So if you can take any of your businesses online, that's why if you can run, what I think we all learned is if we can run our business from home, if we can get the tech down, I'm sure you're like me. At the beginning of the year, someone said, do you want a Zoom? And I'm like, what's a Zoom? Okay. (laughs) So... There are things, there were things that were not in our vocabulary and that were not really in our wheelhouse earlier in the year. But if we can all run our entire businesses from our house, um, we have a career, we have a business, we have a livelihood the rest of our lives. Mm. Uh, Even if we do start to go back into offices and spaces and we still start to see people. So we really had to change that. So those are the things that are still going to continue to be hot. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's awesome. And now... So you guys know, because Anita is a feng shui expert, there are these amazing directions. And I know this because we did this podcast yesterday that none of you will ever hear. Uh, (laughs) But it's good because it's kept us very, very sharp and on track today to give you the best tight podcasts possible. But Anita is going to share some of the areas in your home. And this is for anybody in 2021 to be able to tap into the energies of wealth career prosperity and also one sector that you kind of want to just not touch or activate. So yeah, now dive in please and share because it's so exciting that you're giving this to everybody. Okay. So when it comes to feng shui, there are a lot of types of feng shui and they all contradict each other. So as a practitioner, what I have learned starting off with Western feng shui originally and then doing classical um, and then eight mansions, there's uh there's so many kinds. Qimen feng shui I actually really like. It's a little, a little more mystical. And then every year it's called the, the flying stars. You have to pick and choose. You got to pick and choose. What are you going to do? So just to give you a, a little hint, when you move into a new house, I like to do it's called Batsai or it's called eight mansions. And Ba means eight. So it's the eight mansions technique. I like to just set up the whole place for the long term. But every year there's star energies that flitter around in the sectors that sort of do little spark, sparkly activation in the areas. And the eight mansions are basically following a compass 
the eight different directions that are part of a home. So north, northeast, east, right? Well, it's always divided into areas. It's just a different methodology in which to analyze. You're analyzing based on the front door and you're analyzing based on um, the gua and is it what gua is the house and facing. So it's more complicated to get into and it's not that important for what I want to tell everybody now. But what I want to tell everybody right now, because I think this can be kind of a really fun and interesting thing that you can do is I want you to take a look at the sectors that I'm telling you about in your house. And how we activate in feng shui is to use the room, use the space. You are the best activator. Your physical energy is what activates it. It's not hanging and dangling and and jibber-jabbering Chinese stuff. If your house looks like a Chinese souvenir shop, you have not done your feng shui correctly. However, I do love all things food dog and money toad and crystal. So I love those things, but that is not actually what what charges up the energy. It's using the space. So what I would suggest is that you take a compass on your phone and you stand in the center of your house. You could stand in the center of your room if you live in an apartment and you're not really part of the rest of the people's space and you just want to look at your own space. If you have an L-shaped or an odd-shaped house, pretend that you've drawn a square or rectangle around the shape and stand where you think the center would be. Once you have your compass, you'll look to see the areas. So where you look to see number one area would be the northeast. Where's the northeast? What room is it? Is it your living room? Is it the bedroom, guest room? Where is it in your house? That has what's called the number nine star, number nine flying star, and it is called future wealth. Future wealth is where you would go to work if you wanted to uh, create a side gig. If you wanted to create another profit stream, another revenue stream in your business, this is where you're creating some things that could bring in future monies. Maybe not money immediately, but this is where you're going to do, do the work in the meantime. You could make your calls from there. You could do research on your computer. The point is you have to take action there. You can't just go in there and go, okay, I'm here for five minutes and go like snap your fingers and go, ooh, you know, future money. You, you go there and you work and you do the work and you put the action out there into the universe that kind of vibrates and goes, ooh, I, I hear what they're doing. They're making those calls. They're trying to connect and network. The next area is the number eight star, which is actually the wealth star. Eight is always the wealth star and it resides in the West this year. So this is a high energy area. Use this to produce more, give more value. If you can work a few hours every day, let's say it's not your workspace or your office, but it's your dining room. If you could just go there every day for an hour or two and get some work done, that's activating the space. Also, if you're low on energy, if you go hang out in the West, it'll zap you to be more productive. So if you're not feeling so well, maybe you go to the West and you kind of hang out and that's where you get some work done. Actually, thinking about it, yeah, West is actually my kitchen, and I sit over there at my little dining. I mean, you come over. We've had our we've had our sessions there. That's ground zero for me. Like I'm always sitting over there doing stuff. So now I realize with the awareness and intent that when I'm over there, that's what I'm energizing. The career area this year is the star six, and that is in the center of the house. A lot of times we don't work in the center. We like to keep the center quiet. There's types of feng shui where we don't want to really do much in the center, but the six star is there. So 
if you are in the center and you're working, getting things done, it can help you make, makes you indispensable in your current career. Uh, use this area for team building, for leadership, being proactive. You know, a lot of people talk a big game and they do not deliver. So this is not the year to talk a game. This is the year to do the work, roll up your sleeves, as well as like, you know, self-reflection. But you also want to do some work and you do it in the center. And that's meaning in the careers, it's like you can't really float by. You actually said this yesterday, and I'm so glad you brought it up, that this is a year where all businesses are also going to be looking at their budgets and being aware of if you are not someone who's contributing to the revenue making, that those are the jobs that are going to be the most, the quickest to be let go of. If you're, if you're not part of the revenue stream, so sales will do really well because sales, you're bringing money in. But if you're like part of their like social media expert, I mean, you know, you might be the first to be, to go because you're, you, you can't quantify, you can't show up immediately and go, Oh, I posted this post and we have now made this X amount of money. It, it is part of advertising and promotion, which is part of the fire industry. But uh, yes, this, this year career, especially if you're working for someone else or if you are a business owner, I mean, you're going to value the people that are bringing in the cash, aren't you? Yeah. People that are bringing in the money. They're, they're the ones who are going to be invaluable to your business this year. Yeah. The one area, so every year we have a five yellow and the five yellow is... Uh, the do not, do not renovate, do not touch, do not, do not disturb, do not disturb. Um, you don't even want to hammer a, a nail in the wall and hang a piece. You really don't. I have seen some people stir up the five yellow and it just messes up your whole year and there is no going back. There's no band-aid. There's no reboot for that. It is in the Southeast this year. So what I would say is look to see what's in the Southeast. Of course, if it's your bathroom, if it's your bedroom, you're, you're quiet in the bedroom. Um, certain rooms you're not going to be as active in. Of course, you're going to use every area of your house. It happens to be my front door in my loft this year. I wasn't even paying attention. I went, oh, no, because that you know your main door is your main mouth of chi. This is where your energy comes in and comes out. So the only thing that really can help is we're talking about placing an object. You place metal. Metal is what actually counterbalances the five yellow star in the Southeast this year. And it's a big piece of metal. And you don't just put it. Like you have to have a specific day and time to mm. place it. And I know this, uh, I had I had a date for myself and I almost missed it by two minutes. I was like, there was a two hour window and I was all prepared. And then I got caught up in something. And then I looked at the clock with two minutes till it's over. The window is over. And I just ran really fast and stuck it there. So if anybody has an issue or problem, it happens to be their front door uh, for the year. Um, even if it's your home office that you're planning to work in a lot, or bedrooms, it's possible we can we can do that. Just reach out to me, DM me, uh, email me. I'm Anita at anitarosenberg.com. I'm going to come up with a couple dates for some people that are going to have this problem. And uh, and then there you go. We're going to solve the Southeast that. issue. Yeah, because I mean, if somebody's kitchen is in the Southeast, like obviously they got to use their kitchen. So oh, don't worry, if it's the kitchen, you're fine. Okay. Okay. Now, the rooms that you'd want to worry about would be the entryway and a bedroom that you're in a lot. 
because you don't really want to shake shake that up and probably in a home office, probably someplace that you're going to be doing a lot of work in. Okay. That's Those great. the only rooms I would really worry about. Well, now you guys have it. So you have learned in this brief episode sectors of your home to activate and connect to energy and to connect to just abundance and the opportunity that is here that is always presenting itself in any given year. You've learned the industries that are going to be hot this year, especially if any of you are getting into investment stuff, like maybe there's some extra juju and magic in there for you. And also just the five tips that Anita shared of how to really make the best out of this year. And I, I'm so grateful for this wisdom that I know Anita takes you days and hours and hours of work to put together because you're sifting through all of this different material to get these very quick, finite bullet points for people to have real takeaways and real tangible material to work with. So thank you so much for sharing all of this today with everybody. And please tell them where they can find you so they can connect. So please, you know what? First thing I would say, go to YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel because I did all the Chinese New Year animals. So that's really fun. And you not only have a year, you have an animal sign in your month, an hour in the day. So that'll give you info. And that's Anita Rosenberg Studio. My website is anitarosenberg.com. I'd love for you to sign up for my newsletter. And Instagram is Anita Rosenberg Studio. I think those are our Facebook business, Anita Rosenberg Studio. So that's how you can find me. And I would love to connect further. Thank you so much, my friend. I'm so grateful for you and for all of this work that you're doing in the world. You're welcome. Get out there and make it happen, people. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and for being here. I'm so excited to kick off this month of March with you. And we have so many incredible episodes coming up for you guys this month. I am like thrilled with the energy of it. We are also coming around the corner to basically a year of being in this incredibly crazy wild ride of quarantine. So I am doing some really great episodes this month to talk about shifting energy, shifting mindsets. We have Dr. Carolyn Leaf coming, um, who is a mental health expert. Um, and she has incredible science and knowledge that is going to be coming to you guys. And I'm so excited to share it. We have my dear friends from Elevate the Globe coming on to talk about Kundalini and all the magic with practice in there inside the episode for you guys to try. We also have my dear friend Molly coming on to talk about food and our relationships with food and connecting to it in a positive, beautiful, and uplifting way. A solo episode by me on confidence slash boosting your vibe, which is exactly aligned with what Anita was sharing today. Um, And one more special one with my friend Lo Roxburgh. And it will be all coming to you this March. I'm so excited to continue to share the magic and all the vibes with you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Stay tuned as we continue to travel around the world with this magical podcast, sending you distance Reiki and energy healing from incredible places, lands, humans all across the globe. You are coming with me wherever I go. 
And I can't wait to keep sharing this journey with you. I'm so honored and grateful for each and every one of you. If you're new, welcome. And if you are somebody who's been here for a while, I'm so, so grateful to you. If you want more listening opportunities, head on over to my website, kelseyjpatel.com. Sign up for my newsletter to get a Reiki-infused email. At the top of the month, it should be... If you're listening to this on March 1st, it will be coming out this week. So you still have time to get in there and get the newsletter. And if you want to follow my day-to-day vibes, check out my Instagram at Kelsey J. Patel. Check out the Magic Vibes podcast Instagram at Magic Vibes. And I look forward to seeing you all in the Magic Vibes again very soon. Have a beautiful, blessed beginning to your March. Maybe take some time to sit down with the words from this podcast today. Journal about some of your intentions for this new month. I love a new month and setting intentions and connecting to whatever it is that you're needing, your truth, your authenticity, really where you want to shine. Write it down. Let it be known because you are worthy and it is yours to have. All right. Love you guys. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. 